Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Builder Show. And if you want to rank your products on Amazon with Amazon PPC, then this is the episode for you because we're gonna be talking exactly how you can do that with some advanced strategies you may not have heard anywhere else. So uh, I'm excited for this episode and I know you are gonna get a lot of value out of it. Uh, to talk about these uh, these tactics and strategies, we have brought Sammy onto the show today. Sammy, thanks for joining us. Hey Ben, thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast. I'm really excited to share as much as I can. No, I'm excited too. I've been checking out some of your content and uh, you are very knowledgeable on the topic of Amazon advertising and growing brands on Amazon. So yeah, super excited to dive into the different things we're going to talk about today. Before we do that, let our listeners know a little bit about yourself, a bit of your background, how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so it's a funny story for me. So my name is Sammy Akhtar. I'm the founder of Regrow Media, but it all started in the year 2017 when I was pursuing an engineering degree. As in the second year, it is a four-year degree. I was pursuing uh, engineering. I was in the second year. I had a tragic incident. My father passed away, so every responsibility of my family uh, was on my head. So I had to choose what should I do, whether I should continue my education or I should start a business. And during that time, Amazon FBA was kind of hot topic because, you know, 2017, 16, those are the kind of time where Amazon FBA, affiliate marketing, dropshipping are kind of coming up. So I started into Amazon FBA uh, almost one, one and a half years. I've scaled my brand to doing almost $600,000. And then I exited that brand. And right now my partner handles that brand. Then after exiting, I started my agency called Regrow Media. So here we are. We are managing almost 70 plus brands right now, combined 150 million UST with 35 plus team members working completely virtually. And there we are. Amazing. Well, I'm sorry to hear about the tragic sort of circumstances, but it sounds like you have done what true entrepreneurs do, and that's responds to uh, challenges uh, with uh, a great response and built something out of it. So, you know, congrats to you for doing that. And, uh, you know, an amazing journey. You talked about sort of growing your own brand there and exiting. Uh, what made you kind of go down the route of then the agency side? Did you uh, not fancy kind of carrying on with the, the brand side of it? Did you not enjoy it? What were the kind of the feelings there? Yes, yeah, so the products I, I was selling in that brand, uh, you would be familiar with it. It was made in India called Cotton Swing. Okay. So uh, that was good product, but no story was behind it. Uh, I wasn't so much familiar with the building the story, building the brand properly, targeting one specific audience because it was going very broad, targeting every specific audience. So I decided to jump into uh, other option. But the main thing that happened was while I was pursuing or doing that business, I was documenting everything on my YouTube channel. Okay. How much profits I'm doing, how much sales I'm getting on a daily basis, what products I'm launching. So everything, that YouTube channel got some traction and people asked me, you are doing it good for yourself. Why not you help manage our brands? Mm -hmm. so from that, I got the idea to start the agency and when we started, there wasn't so much agency out there that was doing only Amazon thing. So we went and started this and funny enough, I uh, recently launched one brand by the name Ugly Coffee. It is a coffee brand. We have two coffees in it. One is made for male, one is made for female. The male coffee has specific vitamins and minerals, which a female, a male body uh, lacks in that time period. The age group that we are targeting is 24 to 35, mainly people who are into gym. 
so that is how we are doing it and there's a good story to it we are targeting audience and we are we are uh, building good team out of it like yeah. entire people who are completely physically challenged they handle our online operations and who are mentally challenged they handle our offline operations so that is what we are doing it and we are going on a fundraising route instead of a normal investing our own money awesome man exciting times uh, when are you hoping to get that launched so we already started the production the production should finish by this month uh, the production was uh, really hassle because we had to test out so many samples mm. especially because coffee is a thing which tastes where the taste matters a lot right taste and the smell and when you add vitamins and minerals to it it is kind of medicine that you are adding so it can impact the taste and smell so we have to take care of all those things we have tested like 8 10 samples and then got the final one yeah and you going to launch it on amazon or dtc yeah we are launching on amazon plus we have a website but we are targeting only amazon first because we'll get good traction first from amazon obviously because the high conversion rate yeah yeah definitely good stuff while well, uh, you know I love my coffee so hopefully it makes its way to the UK at some point and I can test it out definitely <laughs> sounds good man good okay well you obviously as you said you've got a lot of clients um, you know Amazon advertising particularly is a is a big sort of aspect that you use with those businesses to really move the needle so it would be great to talk about some aspects uh, that you are on the ground into you know integrating into those businesses right now before we get into that i just wonder if you could speak to you know how much the industry has changed and what really has changed over say the last year you, you know we might have had episodes a year ago where we talked about amazon ppc and how it works and what are the best strategies but that maybe is changing now or maybe not what do you think how do you feel about that yeah i think it has changed a lot especially because amazon rolling out new features new things in their advertising dashboard every day right so what is happening was previously we can put on any product which has good search volume and it would sell like crazy right when we started that used to happen but now a product needs to be properly researched the competition needs to be properly analyzed you have to look at each keyword level how the competition is and whether you can compete with the search volume and the competition and the branded products out there or not and if you can compete what kind of a cost you are expecting so what we have seen obviously the cost per click it kept on increasing right it never came down it kept on increasing and what we are also seeing is the a cost is also increasing so right now previously brand used to focus on uh, like direct response marketing right but right now they have to focus more because now if a product is selling let's take example of supplement brand okay supplement product let's see you are selling a vitamin c capsules or something like that it costs let's assume 19 dollars or, or it is selling for 19 dollars So what we have seen is it may cost a seller more than nineteen dollars to sell that product that is selling for nineteen dollars, right? So now you may ask, where is the profit? So obviously, now what we are looking at is how you can get more lifetime value out of one customer because you are spending a lot in acquiring that customer. You have to have proper upsells in your listing. You have to have a proper brand story. You have to have proper comparison charts. you have to have proper related products that you can show maybe in the virtual bundles maybe it can come in the uh, your frequently bought together section uh, so all this comes in play to increase your lifetime value per customer so that you can calculate instead of a one time a cost you can calculate a lifetime a cost which is more important yeah. so that is what we are seeing brands are going uh, apart from normal traditional direct response marketing to making out what is their customer acquisition cost and what or how many years a customer is sticking with them yeah. 
yeah. and how much they can get out of each order so that is what we have seen is change a lot right now yeah I recorded another episode recently where we talked about this very thing that mm -hmm. e-commerce has evolved to the point where you used to be able to sell a product profitably on the first sale and if mm -hmm. that's all you ever did then that was fine whereas now to grow a, a real profitable scalable e-commerce brand you have to be able to acquire customers at break even and, and bring the profit on future sales uh, complementary products you know subscriptions that kind of thing so you know it definitely is changing and you I think yeah you have to be a smarter marketer you have to learn things about digital marketing rather than as you said you used to be able to just throw a product up on Amazon do a half decent job of the listing and you you would get sales the, the that's obviously maybe a downside that there's more work now but the upside obviously is it's a much more mature platform there's lots more investment uh, lots more people looking to buy these kind of brands so yeah if people are willing to put in the work there's there's lots still lots of opportunity out there right Definitely, yeah, 100% agree with you on this. You mentioned about uh, ACOS and the aim of what you're trying to achieve with that. I know my goals have definitely changed over the years. Uh, what do you look at now in terms of KPIs for your Amazon advertising and look yeah. at something to deem it as successful or unsuccessful, like a PPC campaign, for example? Yeah, I, what we have seen is I think there should be stages of a product, right? Product we divide in stages. The first stage, obviously, you are, you, you're building the listing so that mm -hmm. customer can trust on it. The second stage is ranking. The third stage is obviously when it comes to ranking, obviously, or the building the listing is obviously putting on more reviews. The third thing comes a profit. So profit comes at last. And you have to make sure that all the steps are in proper order in order to get to the profits. So first, the main metrics that we look into because you need to send traffic to your listing, right? Otherwise, how you are going to get sales? Because Amazon have banned everything that used to work, right? All the black hat techniques right yeah. now, it doesn't work. So when you talk about this, you know, funny thing is I call CTR, click through it as a doctor of ads. Okay. And there are only two metrics that we look at in the initial phase that is CTR and CVR conversion rate. Mm -hmm. So if let's assume the CTR is not performing good, we started our listing, the listing is live. We got, let's assume 10, 15 reviews through Vine program. And trust me, Vine program, it is very strict and very honest. The reviews can be good, can be bad. <laughs> so it completely depends on your product, right? So let's assume we got 15 reviews. We started our ads. We obviously start our ads from the beginning, but after you get reviews, the real conversion you start seeing, right? So we start the ads, we see how the CTR is coming out, how the conversion is coming out. We generally uh, have a rule of thumb, like if the CTR is less than 0.4%, that means something is not good, especially after getting few reviews. When we don't have reviews, the CTR can be very low, right? Mm -hmm. So if the CTR is low, then we have few aspects that we need to look at. Only four to five points are there. First, if we talk about ourselves or our product, first is a main image. Is your main image compelling enough that within two seconds a customer can tell what you have to offer? Right. The next thing is, what is your price? How many reviews and rating you have? Then the shipping time or the delivery date. How quicker customer can get your product? Now, this is very important because now Amazon is preferring is geo ranking a lot, which we are going to talk about later on as well. So. Delivery time, price, reviews and rating, main image. Obviously, title can have some uh, inputs into it. If you're having some unique selling proposition that you can put in the title, the first few characters, that can impact a lot. These are only few things that impacts 
your initial CTR, right? Because now people are clicking in your ad and then they are going into your uh, PDP, product detail page. There are a few other things also which influences your CTR. That comes on your competitor sites. If your competitor is changing their ma main image, if your competitor is changing their price, all this thing also impacts. Few other things that also may impact is your relevancy, which is for the most, the most important part, your relevancy or the keywords that you're targeting, is it relevant to your product or not? So for identifying the relevancy, obviously you did the research, you find the keywords that we all know the process, how it works, right? So initial 20, 30 keywords, we start with the exact and phrase match in order to make sure that our listing gets the most relevant traffic in the first one week. Then we start with automatic and broad in order to make sure that the algorithm knows what our product is made for. Yeah. So that is our CTR. Then people are into, into our, your, our listing. We got the traffic into visitors. Now we have to make sure our PDP is designed in a way that the visitor is converted into sale. Mm -hmm. So now it is all there, right? The rest images, product videos, brand story, uh, A plus content. Now sellers get the opportunity to get premium A plus content. Obviously you have to have at least 15 or 16, I guess, A plus content plus brand story into it. Then only you will get eligible because I remember Amazon used to charge like $100,000 for brands to get this premium plus content yeah. and now it is free. I'm not sure how long they are keeping it free, but right now sellers can take advantage of it. So all this comes into play in your increasing your conversion. Also one thing that sellers are not giving attention to it is the Q and A section, because what we have seen is Q and A section plays a very important role in adding more keywords to your listings SEO, same as what review does as well. So these are a few things that can it improve your CVR. And if your CVR is not, performing good, let's assume your CVR is 6%. That is not good. Yeah. That may be good when your listing is new and do not have reviews, but it is bad when your listing started converting well. I mean, started getting some sales. So you need to optimize all these aspects when you're seeing a low conversion of, let's assume, less than 8%, 10%. Yeah. On the Q&A, we have uh, noticed that there are some conversion rate benefits from that as well because people will ask questions in the reviews or, or make comments in the reviews and what we tried to have tried to do with uh, new listings is you know get someone somehow to ask the questions that we know most customers are asking and then we can answer them from the brand perspective so you know from day one there's five or six kind of uh, frequently asked questions that are there asked and answered um are, are you doing anything different to that yeah. or are you doing strategies so like that at all? what we are doing it is uh, there's a website called answerthepublic.com so let's assume you're selling vitamin c serum so we go in uh, answerthepublic.com we put the keyword vitamin c serum just in order to find out what are the top questions that are searched right now not in Amazon, but in the whole web, uh, like internet, right? Then we get all the series of questions with the search volume. Now we get the list of questions that we need to ask, or we get to find someone that asks or put in the listing so that a seller can answer, right? Mm -hmm. So this now have also not only the keywords, but all the queries that right now customer are looking into. Also, we get videos that we can put in the Q&A section, right? So this is how we are using the Q&A part. Great. And you mentioned campaign structure a little bit there, launching with exact and phrase, yeah. which, which is exactly what we would do as well. Um, then but adding in auto and broad later on. How, how are you 
structuring those more mature campaigns? Are you sort of uh, using auto and broad to find new keywords, putting them into exact? Are you using single keyword campaigns? You know, give us a little bit of an insight into how your optimal yeah. structure is. Yeah, so first comes the launch. So in the launch phase, generally followed by external traffic sources like Google Ads. Uh, what we are doing is in terms of Amazon PPC, we get the list of 20, 30 relevant keywords where maximum of our top competitors are also ranking. At least three of them should rank, which, which should have good search volume of more than 500 a month. So we get to the list of keywords. And if the keyword have high search volume, we have to create a separate exact match campaign for a single keyword. But if the search volume is moderate, we will probably put five keywords in one exact campaign. And the only goal for this campaign is to rank okay this exact match campus and no matter you shouldn't look at the ecos at all then comes a phrase match the goal of the phrase match is also to rank plus to get more long tail version of the exact match you are running so these are the keywords that we start with the main goal is to rank as much as possible obviously you have to put this keyword in your keyword tracker so that you can check how the ranking is improving okay. then uh, after a few days, we start with automatic campaigns. In automatic campaigns, we generally run two kinds of automatic campaigns. One is low bid automatic campaigns, where our target is to get low ACoS. Yeah. So the bids are kept very low, divided in all targeting, all placements. So we create 12 campaigns. Okay. Because each targeting have, let's say, close match, lose match, substitute complements. Again, lose match has three placements. Two you can control, one you cannot control. Uh, top of the search product page you can control rest of the search you cannot control so we try to find out some ways how to control it by going into bid strategy and changing the bid strategy to up and down and then putting the bid very low then trying to see if amazon is giving us impression in rest of the search or not so we have to create four to five different campaigns just to see if one campaign delivers in rest of the search because if one campaign starts delivering amazon will push all the budget to that so it is about test uh, when it comes to rest of the search so that adds up to 12 campaigns for automatic only target is to get low conversion uh, high conversion at low ACoS. the sales will be very less but the ACoS will be also very very good then we have the broad match the broad match the bids will be kept very low because broad match again it behaves same as automatic campaign these are meant to spend <laughs> okay so yeah. The same keywords, everything, but here the broad match will also give you some good keywords that you need to put into new campaigns and followed by the graduation. That means let's assume one keyword is converting well, have given us more than three conversions. We will take that keyword out by taking out. We don't pause that keyword in one campaign where it is performing. We don't touch a campaign which is performing. We just take out, create an exact match campaign. If it is three word or less. We create exact match. Uh, sorry, if it is three word or less, we create a phrase match campaign. If it is three word or more, we create a exact match campaign. Mm -hmm. So that is how we st uh, structure. The next stage will be to identify which is the best performing placement, and yeah. that is how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And you haven't noticed any performance um, downsides from not isolating the keywords when you promote them. So what we have seen is I'll give you uh, some experience on automatic campaigns. Generally, what we do is we negate a lot of search terms from automatic campaigns, right? And you'll see, you will notice one thing. Generally, automatic campaign starts degrading in their performance eventually. And that only happens because of so much negation that we do. So we try to not touch a campaign which is performing. Uh, we tried with 
touching but it didn't give good result for us so we decided okay rather we should keep it as it is sure okay yeah that's interesting very interesting um you talked about the you know the uh, lots of campaigns and the structure you're mm -hmm. creating there are you, are you using any tools to do this or is this all manual with spreadsheets how do you manage it no, we use a couple of tools uh, that we're using right now. Uh, one is called Hector, one is called uh, Amazon have provided us with one tool called Drona, which is their in-house tool that helps with all this budget allocation automation. A mm -hmm. uh, couple of tools we're using depending on client as well. Mm -hmm. So it is all automated right now as of, yeah. Good. Okay, cool. Interesting. Uh, you mentioned about um, location, the yeah. uh, shipping times, geolocation. That's something that you're seeing a lot of success with. Give us uh, a bit of an idea of what that is initially and, and how it can impact yeah. ranking. Yeah, I would first like to give the audience a overview of what this geo ranking looks mm -hmm. like. Yeah. You'll notice, let's assume in Amazon, you're searching for a product uh, water bottle. You go search water bottle, your zip code will be obviously set from the beginning when you're searching. On the top left hand side, you can set the zip code again. You go change the zip code. Now you'll see the results that were coming. It got changed. Both the PPC results as well as organic results. It will change. This is happening because Amazon wants their customer to get their products the faster and way possible. Okay. And obviously sellers performance and the products performance also depends here. So we are trying to take advantage of this particular thing by identifying what are the zip codes where we have less competition that we can enter? Let's assume we have computer A and computer B. Okay. And computer A and B has very high reviews in the most famous zip code. Let's assume it is Arizona. Okay. So we can't beat them anyhow. Let's assume there is another zip code where we found that there is computer C and D as well. And they have very less reviews. And they're only getting shown because we have changed the zip code. And the zip code that we have used that have also high uh, population density. Now we identify, okay, this is the top 10, 20 zip codes that we need to target. And we first go and identify that, okay, these are our top 20 competitors. We use a VA virtual assistant to figure out what are the position rank of each competitors in which zip codes so that we find what are the uh, weak zip codes that we can target. After identifying the weak zip codes, now it is a part of ranking. So in terms of regional ranking, the ads that we can use right now is Google ads and Amazon DSP. Mm -hmm. Normal Amazon ads, we don't get the option to target regional wise. So in that, if you push your ads, Google ads and DSP for your product and one zip code where you want to get ranked first, it starts converting. And once it starts converting, Amazon will ship majority of the product to that warehouse which is near to that zip code or in that zip code yeah. now you have your shipment in that zip code and your sales will start increasing so that is something that is really interesting that is working right now yeah so yeah i think sellers could use it really organized way yeah talk us through it in a bit more detail about how you identify how a seller is performing in a certain zip mm -hmm. code yeah. So right now what we, we are doing is uh, we are using virtual assistant to figure out that for each keyword, but just by changing the zip codes where each competitor's organic ranking is there. So if it is in 18, yeah, we are doing it manually. We tried to find some tools, but uh, we failed at it. I'm not sure. I will ask you for some suggestions after the podcast as well. <laughs>
Yeah, wow, okay. No, that's a really interesting strategy. And so then because of, I mean, I know from personal experience, we had um, some stock take forever to get processed into yeah. Amazon a few weeks ago and the shipping times blew out by, you know, a few weeks and it absolutely mm -hmm. hammered our conversion rate, halved our conversion rate, affected sales massively. And um, yeah, and then once the shipping time came back in, you know, nothing else yeah. changed. The price hadn't changed. Nothing, just the shipping time. The conversion rate back to normal, and conversion and sales were, were back to normal as, as well. So it really does affect it. So as you say, if you can get into locations uh, and get really good shipping times, um, then of course it's going to be great for your conversion rate, isn't it? Yeah, uh, definitely. I would hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, any other sort of advanced strategies, whether it's Amazon PPC or off Amazon that you're you know, using with your clients at the moment, what are you seeing? What, what's getting the best return on investment for you at the moment? Yeah. So uh, one thing we tried recently is, you know, sellers complain when they launch a product, they complain about their less conversion rate, right? And this is, this is a pain point for every seller. They get less conversion rate because their sales are being taken. They are driving traffic to the listing. They are getting visitors. But that visitor is purchasing other products because Amazon product listing is full of competitors ads, right? <laughs> so other competitors have high reviews, they're competing and they take your sale. So what we tried is to drive traffic from, we have uh, used a lot of tools like amped.io, then uh, mm -hmm. pixelme yeah. to uh, just simplify our Google ads and connect it to Amazon attribution or Amazon referral bonus program uh, at the back end to find out which campaign is giving us good results. Also, Amazon gives you a 10% bonus, which is obviously good for us. So how we're using it is we created a separate sub page in our store. So that sub page, what modules we have used is first we use the product module In the product module is see a small product image of the product you want to launch. Then you see the title. There will be two buttons. One is proceed to checkout or uh, no one button will be add to cart another button will be see all details something like that okay so next module that we have added is a video module and in that module the video that we have used is of the same product so all these modules are of the same single product then we have an image module a copy module and again followed by at the bottom the same product module with the two buttons now funny thing is whenever the add to cart module is clicked I took a button is clicked the button changes to proceed to checkout and in between in this page there are no competitors ads yeah so then after you click on proceed to checkout you go straight to the checkout page and in that cart page you see only few ads which mm -hmm. are negligible like two or three ads mm -hmm. so this increase our conversion rate a lot and i think this is something that sellers should use in the launch phase along with whatever they are doing yeah, that's a great, great strategy. I had um, Tyler from Amped on the podcast recently, yeah. and he talked about a similar, um, you know, similar thing they're doing to, get, to drive traffic to a page where there's no no ads. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's a strategy that's not being used much, but I think should be used more because ads are becoming more and yeah. more prevalent on the on the platform. Which is kind of the, the last topic I wanted to get to. Really was the changing ecosystem of Amazon and, and what you feel, you know, you're in the trenches day to day doing this stuff as well. And I, I wanted to know what are your thoughts on 
the earnings reports of Amazon coming out with their advertising revenue going through the roof. They're pulling back on their own private label brands. You know, they're, they're making more and more profit through advertising. What does the next 12 to 24 months look like for an Amazon seller? Uh, is advertising going to be viable on the platform in, in a year or two years time? Where's this all going? Yeah, I think uh, if sellers or brands started to understand the stages of their products, they will keep on selling. Yeah. Brands need to understand more of how to increase the average order value per product, uh, per sale. And also they need to understand how to increase the lifetime value of each customer, maybe by providing insert cards, which are in terms of service. Mm -hmm. Then uh, maybe providing some gifts to the customer, which uh, we have. To, I, I have discussed in my podcast about uh, how they can send emails to get the customer's things, leads and provide them gift and cross sell upsell directly after purchase all those things yeah. so i think if sellers starts to understand this more on how to increase their ltv per customer and focusing more on the lifetime a cost rather than the a cost yeah. that they see just after the sale yeah. then it would become more easier obviously advertising uh, the cost per click is not going to come down so yeah. you need to increase the average order value and profit margins before jumping to amazon yeah yeah, I think there is some, you know, good news in there as well. I mean, I read a study that the cost per click actually has come down slightly wow. since uh, 2022. Uh, not to say it will stay down, but mm -hmm. just I think when, you know, lots of aggregator investment came into the Amazon space, particularly a lot of people feared that cost yeah. per click would go through the roof and it would never come down. But I think because they found it hard, because of uh, tightening economic conditions in, you know, particularly in the US, mm -hmm then uh, you know that has come down a little bit so i think it will continue to go up over the long term and that's maybe just a slight adjustment now but um i, I think you're right you know a maturing platform demands maturing strategies you know we need to get better we need to uh, you know deploy better strategies and you know become better business people and i i always say that to people that sort of bemoan oh, i wish i'd started in 2015 and i'm like yeah well i wish i bought bitcoin in 2009 <laughs> right you know we could all say that about different things but it's uh, it actually forces you to become a better entrepreneur and for a lot of people you know a business that sells on amazon is just like step one of an entrepreneurial career that could go in so many directions so i think you're right it's uh, you know you just have to mature your strategies as well as much as the platform is maturing hey? yeah definitely i think speed is a key so yeah. you need to try out you need to put your actions and follow one step if you diverge very frequently very fast that may hamper your growth rather than going into different aspects and focusing on different things just focus on what is working right now and speed up that process just increase the actions and activities on that particular thing and it should start scaling yeah absolutely absolutely that's one thing i'm really not good at is making moving things forward fast i'm too much of a perfectionist i'm trying to get rid of that because businessman it's like so much about speed just uh is it mark zuckerberg that says uh, move fast and break things you know just get things yeah maybe out fast and yeah 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 and uh, it's so true i think uh yeah entrepreneurs should just try more things move faster uh this has been super helpful man i uh, really appreciate you coming on is there anything that i haven't asked that you maybe would be uh would be good to sort of finish with or have you shared all of your yeah i think i think uh, i can i can share one tip here uh, so sellers who are selling and launching their products right now and if you're not using their digital coupon the coupon that tells save two dollars or save two percent off five percent yeah. off if 
even if you're not running ads if you have that coupon on in your listing and customer comes on your listing and go away without purchasing mm. that particular listing will follow the customer in the home page even though you are running ads or not so mm. that is basically a free remarketing that you are getting without yeah. spending anything great tip yeah love it good stuff man uh, you mentioned you've got a podcast where can people find out more about you listen to that that kind of thing yeah, you can uh, check out my by my name, Sammy Akhtar, S-A-M-M-Y-A-K-T-H-A-R. And you can find all the podcasts. Our podcast name is The Rich Sellers Podcast. And uh, you can also find out on, on Regrow Media, R-E-G-R-O-M-E-D-I-A, media.com. Awesome, man. Well, we'll leave the links in the description and the show notes as well so people can uh, get connected with you there. I appreciate you taking the time out. You've shared some great wisdom. And uh, yeah, look forward to uh, maybe doing another episode in the future as things continue to evolve. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. Good stuff. Well, there you go, folks. Another great episode about Amazon advertising strategies to grow your business. If you did like the episode, please do give it a like, share the episode, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you in the, the next episode, same time next week. Take care.